This is Napkin Scribbles, a podcast by Arthur and Professor Leonard Sweet. Today's Napkin Scribble is sponsored by Portland Seminary of George Fox University. For more information, join them on the web at portlandseminary.org. Now here's Leonard Sweet. There's a word we don't use much in Protestant circles when it comes to the serving of the Last Supper, the Lord's Supper, the Eucharist, communion. That's the word fraction. But there's a huge debate in liturgical circles about what is the best form of fraction. And this is more than just about good table manners. And some liturgical traditions have better table manners than others. I mean, my tribe, the Methodist tribe, we're known for sloppy agape is what it's called. And I don't want to turn this this podcast into kind of a, a finishing school for faith and, and the Eucharist. But I do want to say that I think one of the most important things that that you are doing as somebody who's sensitive to semiotics and, and the, the image and the symbol is how you break the bread and pour the wine. And what is the high and elevated and holy moment of that time we call the Lord's Supper. In many ways, it depends on whether you're East or West here. And the history of Christianity has been really conflicted. And over the same, many times there are words that are the same except for one little letter. I'm thinking of homoousia and homoousias. Uh, the word homoousius means same substance. That's with two O's, H-O-M-O-O-U-S-I-O-S. And then you've got the word homoousia with one O, H-O-M-O-I-S-O-I-O-U-S-I-O-S, means of similar substance. And the council affirmed the, the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit are of the same substance. In other words, the two O's one over the one O. And we had a huge debate about this. But everybody basically agreed. It's not of similar substance. It's the same substance. So it's homoousias over homoousia. But you have two other Greek words here that have split down the middle, the East and West Church. And that's the Greek word anamnesis and epiclesis. And we ought to know the there's certain Greek words just every Christian ought to know. Forget the homoousias with the two O's and one O. But this is these two words, anamnesis and epiclesis. Everybody needs to know. Anamnesis is the remembering. Do this in remembrance. That's anamnesis of me. The epiclesis is the Send your spirit on these gifts that they may become your body and blood. So when does the bread and the wine become the body and blood? Now, epiclesis is a part of the anaphora, the Eucharistic prayer, by which the priest invokes the Holy Spirit, the power of God's blessing upon the Eucharistic bread and wine. Send your Holy Spirit on these gifts. And the Western Church believes that the high and holy moment is the anamnesis. The, the Eastern Orthodox, Eastern Christianity, by and large says it's not the anamnesis, it's the epiclesis. 
the in the West, the Eucharist is constituted at the moment the priest recites the words which Christ gave us at the Last Supper, called the anamnesis, and he took bread, gave thanks, and broke it, and gave it to them, saying, This is my body given for you. Do this in remembrance of me. In the same way, after the supper, he took the cup, saying, This is the cup of the new covenant in my blood, which is poured for you. In the East, they maintain that the body, the bread and wine become the body and blood of Christ at the epiclesis the moment at which the priest invokes the Holy Spirit and prays God to come down onto the gifts of bread and wine and transform them into the body and blood of Christ. So this is the major sticking point between Catholics and Orthodox right here. Um, the anamnesis versus epiclesis. Now I mention all this because it's background to what I think, for me, is the, the most powerful moment in the Lord's Supper. And this is the moment of fraction. And we have two fractions, if you will. Um, we got the bread and you got the wine. But let me just reread this. Jesus took a loaf and having blessed it, he broke the one loaf and said, take, eat. And that's in Matthew 26. And then, Paul reinforces that, and Paul's account is actually earlier than the Matthew one. Because there is one loaf, we or many are one body, for we all partake of the one loaf. One loaf, I repeat, one loaf. You, um, and so for me, what I do when I serve communion is at that moment I have one loaf, and I insist on one loaf. And I raise that one loaf as high as I can for everybody to see it. And then I say these words after I have already... In, uh, said those those words, uh, both of anamnesis and epiclesis. And then I lift up that one loaf and I say, this is the way life is, sisters and brothers. And I break it, but I don't say anything. There's silence for at least five seconds. I just say, this is the way life is. And I snap it. And I say nothing. And then I break the silence with the word, broken. And then I take the a pitcher of wine and a as large a chalice as I can find. And I start the pitcher touching the chalice. But then I say, this is the way life is, sisters and brothers. And then I pour as I raise the pitcher so that everybody can see the wine flowing pouring out of the pitcher into the chalice. And I go as high as I can without spilling as much as I, as I uh, can. And, and then I hold the pitcher up there when I've stopped pouring and just maintain silence for five seconds. And then I say, pour it out. And then I bring it home with we who are Broken people, and we are all broken people, find in this one loaf the healing to become, as the gospel promises, strongest in the broken places. And we have been poured, as Jesus poured out his life for us, so we are called to pour out our lives for others in love and in compassion. As a broken and poured out people, I invite you to this 
to this table. And so that is, for me, the semiotics of the Eucharist, the, the high and holy moment of pouring, of breaking the bread and pouring out the wine. I have not done this, but I want to do this. The Brothers of the St. John the Evangelist, which is a, an Episcopal uh, society, SSJE, these monks celebrate the Eucharist with the presider saying, after the fraction, after the bread is broken, he says these words, Behold what you are. And the response is, May we become what we receive. Now, I don't know if they do it with the pouring out of the wine as well into the chalice. But let me repeat. Behold what you are. After the presider breaks the bread. And then the people respond, May we become what we receive. Sisters and brothers, we are broken people. Behold what we are. But in this high and holy moment of sharing around the table the body and blood of Jesus, may we become what we receive, the body of Christ. Thank you for listening to Napkin Scribbles. Please don't forget to like, subscribe, and share with a friend today. Today's Napkin Scribbles was sponsored by Portland Seminary of George Fox University. For more information, join them on the web at portlandseminary.org. For Professor and Arthur Leonard Sweet, until next time, happy scratching and scribbling.